So welcome to Bill and Mark's first attempt at a podcast. And uh, we hope to be able to entertain you over the next uh, 10 or 15 minutes about what we're on and about, aren't we, Bill? Yeah, thanks, Mark. It's great to be here. I'm really looking forward to this and looking forward to the many, many real-life stories we've got about business owners throughout, well, throughout Australia, actually, not just in here in Victoria. But and I thought probably the uh, first thing we should do is introduce ourselves. And uh, maybe I should ask you, Mark, uh, a little bit about yourself and your background and some of the things you've been doing lately. Well, my, my blood runs with retail. That's where I started. I, uh, I went to uni uh, to become a school teacher, finished my degree and thought, I'm not going to be a school teacher. I won't stand that. Joined Target Australia and that's the start of my career. So I've worked in uh, all sides of Target and Kmart and all those guys. I then uh, uh, got into a bit of business mentoring in between all that. And then I ran the uh, Mitre 10 organisation in Geelong uh, I've run South Melbourne Market. Uh, I've done all sorts of bits and pieces, but now currently I'm uh, a mentor for the Vecchi and Geelong Chamber of Commerce and having a ball with lots of small businesses trying to get out of COVID. Good. What's your background, Bill? Yeah, yeah. well, from a very early age, of course, uh, family business based in Geelong. Uh, the, we live next door to the factory, so you can man five, I was one of five kids, so we're, we're the free slave labour in my <laughs> parents' business. Uh, anyway, but when I left school, I uh, took off to the – started off at RMIT, but I took off very early and went to England and did a fast-track uh, internship with a large engineering company. Came back to Australia and uh, got a job in sales uh, so as a sales rep around country Victoria, which was – a real interesting introduction into selling. But in, uh, in my late 20s, I started my own business, which was a soft drink company in, in Footscray in Melbourne. Uh, involved in that for quite a while, sold out and then went and s- sold to a multinational, went and ran subsidiaries of two or three multinationals over the years. And in more recent times, I've become a small business mentor, or in particular, a mentor and advisor to family-owned companies. And I currently sit on the board of a couple of family-owned companies. And that's why you and I, I guess, have joined together because of our business background, um, which I'll just revert back to your latest venture is you recently started a business and built that up and sold that only in recent times. Yes, we did. We uh, we invested through a, a partner of mine, uh, Mark LeMake from LeMake Builders. We built a motel in Ocean Grove. Mark identified there was a lack of good luxury accommodation in Ocean Grove. So we uh, built that, uh, operated it for just coming up to five years and just sold it in March this year. So um, I've got accommodation and tourism in my back pocket as well now. Yeah, it's look, we've got, as you know, we've got a, a, quite a few colleagues that have got backgrounds in various disciplines in, in business. But it's not just, it, we're not really talking about micro businesses. What we're going to be uh, on about with our podcast is talking to, I guess, mainly regional business owners who have got a great story to tell and hopefully there's a few laughs, a few tears, uh, a few tragic stories and a, but a lot of successful stories. And I'm looking forward to uh, joining with you on a regular basis and 
talking to people from all over Australia about what's making them tick as business owners. And there's lots of great stories out there, Bill. I, I you know, just in the the ten or fifteen businesses that I've been working with this year, uh, everything from uh, dog training to restaurants uh, through to um, mental health coaching, they they all have great passion and great vision, but all want to chat to somebody about how they can improve their business. They're not sure where to start, so that's why they engage a mentor. But uh, they have great stories to tell. So we've got a wealth of people we can chat to and, in, and uh, interview and uh, find out their stories. Why did they get into business? Why did they decide that that was their calling? And uh, I think we'll have a lot of fun oh, along you, the way. Yeah, you're, I agree, Mark. It's particularly after the last you know, two, two and a half years with COVID, um, one of the lessons I've learnt over that period of time is I've been a judge on the Geelong Business Awards and there are just so many best-kept secrets. And we keep hearing about uh, small businesses you know, suffering during COVID, which is true and it's tragic. But let me tell you, uh, judging business awards, you come across some amazing businesses who have reinvented themselves. And these are the stories we want to, we want to hear about because I think all of us can learn a lesson from, from this Dare I say it's that word pivot that some people <laughs> some people have used? Yeah, well, it is, and you know, it's uh, it's those. There's another interesting thing that I find in in the, all the small businesses and family businesses that I've come across over the, the last two years. A lot of us, and I'm probably guilty of this, is we just sat back complacent in doing what we're doing, and the world was going along swimmingly, and all of a sudden, COVID hit. And smash, talk about, I've got a great picture where I've got a guy sitting on a train line reading a paper and there's a train coming down the track and he can't see it because he's read his paper, he's not interested. So that's what I think has happened. Um, and it's, it, as I say, you, when you look at the success stories coming out of various business uh, awards around Australia, there are a lot of people doing it, doing it well, doing it right. And they're the people we're going to interview and, and bring those stories to you. And it's interesting because here we are today with the lowest unemployment rate in goodness knows how long. Every business is that uh, in the hospitality sector at least is screaming for staff, trying to get staff. And people are out and about spending money, but businesses are struggling to get the people to open the doors to make it happen. So we're in this sort of perfect storm and, and hopefully... Uh, there'll be a, a, a bit more lift on immigration, get uni students back in from overseas, et cetera, et cetera. And that will help the hospitality sector. But also there's a huge demand for people all across the age brackets. And I know, Bill, you're very passionate about the 50-plus sector. Oh, yeah, and, well, that, that's, an, that's an untapped resource, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, there are a heap of people out there that are over 50 that are looking for work. It's just uh, been given the chance. And, and dare I say over 60 and possibly over 70. Well, yeah, that's really interesting because this the inability to find suitable employees or not suitable employees, just to find employees, is the single biggest issue facing small business. Um, the, in fact, on the radio only this morning I heard that an interview with the recruitment chief at McDonald's and they are looking for a 1,000 new employees in McDonald's. That's Amazing. how many they're short. Yeah? Uh, there's... Businesses that are engineering companies that can't find welders and fitters and boiler makers, for instance. Um, 
the the health industry is really suffering. We know there's not enough nurses and to to go around. So the the issue about uh, finding employees or just the capacity for Strata to be able to fill the vacancies is one of the biggest challenges. And people are starting to think around this. And, for instance, one of the things I know in the engineering businesses is that robotics is getting a push because instead of on the large, some of the larger and smaller engineering companies um, can't get welders, well, I'll tell you what, there's robots that can do the welding now. All you just need is a good computer, the right software program, and away you go. And that's what people are looking to do, to find alternatives. So we're going to have plenty to talk about, plenty of people to talk to. So we hope we can uh, indulge our meanderings and conversation with guests over the coming podcasts. 